0: Wait for, oh, I think we're good. Here comes the moment of truth. I even refreshed, dude. I even refreshed. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yes. Yes. Coming up in a second is Frankie Rodriguez. Uh, She's a channel over there on Rumble and on Instagram. Uh, Puerto Rican American. Very excited to have her on the show. We're going to talk politics. We're going to talk about the media, the state of things. She's a Latino conservative. Let's get her on in the room. Hello, hi, hey, Frankie. How's it going?
1: How is it going? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning.
0: Yeah, morning for you, afternoon for uh, for me. You're That's over right. Pacific time, right?
1: I am. Yeah, cool. I am.
0: All right. I'm Very behind. nice having you on. Yeah. So we were just <laughs> uh, kind of killing time, watching some videos on your Instagram, uh, your Instagram channel, and uh, you know, th- w- one of the main things we're going to talk about today is just politics, and I, I see that you went to uh, like a rally for the Arizona audit for the election. But, but before we get into that, you know, it's your first time on the show. Uh, When did you, and we also saw this uh, speech where you were talking you were part of, you know, the, the silent majority or the silent minority. And that's when you started uh, making content online. But what's the story of how you started making videos and things like that?
1: You know, it's, it's, it's always such a, a funny story to tell. So I, obviously I was a part of this silent majority for a while and it it, just right after the election last year, there were so many things coming out in the media and it was driving me crazy seeing everything that everyone else was allowed to post on Instagram and, and YouTube and everything else that was all false. And it was clearly false and no one was doing any research. And I, I just, I just went on my personal Instagram and I just kind of started sharing a few things on my stories, not thinking anything of it. And, uh, I honestly thought that I was going to be kind of excommunicated, you know, from from just different people. I was expecting backlash and I just received an enormous amount of messages saying, thank you for speaking up. I've been thinking the same thing. You know, I, I feel so alone. And so I kind of just started sharing a few more things. And um, I had a few friends that started suggesting that maybe I start a YouTube channel. And I thought, oh, there's no way no one is going to watch my videos i'm and i've i've never done any kind of political commentary we've got so many other amazing people that do this professionally who would listen to me right and i i talked to my dad about it and honestly it was it was my dad's encouraging words saying hey just just try it out like you're you're good at editing and just see what happens if people watch cool and if not then whatever it was fun and i started and just the more messages I got that it was helping people and inspiring them and and that they were, they were coming to my channel of all places, which was crazy to see what was new in the news and have everything broken down. And I just thought if this is helping them, then I have to keep going. So nice. Okay. That's what what started it.
0: You started last year. You said.
1: I started, I think my first video was in December. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm, Five, you're, six months into this. Yeah. Oh, wow, great. So yeah. You,
0: yeah. Pretty, yeah, pretty successful for how new you are. Yeah. That's great. Thank you got you. a pretty good. <laughs> yeah, you were, you were recommended by one of uh, the people in the chat right now named major victory. He's like, we, we yes. showed a, a couple of your streams or a couple of your, sh- your, your videos on stream before. And, uh, so you, you talk general politics stuff. Is there, I mean, you said in your, a couple of your speeches that you're a conservative. So you, 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 you identify as a conservative, correct? Yes. Okay, cool. What's, what's your definition for that?
1: You know, it's, it's, I feel like none of my values and beliefs changed. Mm, I just realized once I, once I was essentially red pilled, uh, I realized that my values just weren't lining up with being a Democrat because I'm all about supporting small businesses. I have a small business. I'm all about family. Family is everything to me. My faith is everything to me. And I just started realizing that all of these things that, matter the most to me were not lining up with being a democrat and so once I started learning and finding all this hypocrisy I, I realized wow I've 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 really been conservative all my life and I just didn't know it and once I came out which is funny to say once I came out of the closet as a conservative. All of these opportunities just opened up and I just felt like I was able to have real conversations for the first time, so.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, cool, yeah. Yeah. That's, I I hear that story a lot and I actually kind of identify with it as well, where it's, you know, the world shifted so much in the last three or four years and uh it was kind of the world tra- uh, changed around people like you said rather than them changing too much or they came to realize who they were the whole time and and things like that um i'm definitely a, like a, i call myself a right winger because i you know this actually came up about an hour ago in my stream where you know someone asked me what my op- op- Political affiliation was and I, you know, first not first and foremost, but the thing I'm most sure about is I'm anti Democrat. Is the yes. Democratic <laughs> Party and you know, especially kind of the the what you call like the woke side of things or the the lefties. I mean, these people yeah. have to be opposed at all, at all costs. It, it, yes. They're absolutely insane. They hate God. They 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 hate the family. Um, they in, in a weird way they hate definitions themselves. they can't can't define a word they love vague other than when they are in power and then they 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 just hate everything that that isn't anything in line with reality or meaning (laughs) they just oppose it you know which which
1: is also funny to add on to that they're so opposed to labels but they're really quick to label everything i'm this i'm this i'm binary i'm like you're you're (laughs) You're so opposed to boxes and labels, but you're literally putting yourself into a smaller, smaller box each time. So it's, yeah, so it's
0: funny. They see power and emotion and and they won't yes. even admit it. Yeah. I mean, I'd no. have so much more respect for them if they admitted <laughs> it. Yeah. So, I mean, one of the and also the, one of the reasons I say I'm a right winger, not necessarily a conservative is because, you know, conservatives, you know, the you know liberal versus conservative right wing left wing blue and red and democrat and republican are kind of different things when you really think about it and like and i have a massive problems with the gop and what you would see is like the the more the weaker almost liberal side of the gop mm-hmm. do you see those are, are you a republican um do you see those same type of issues that i'm talking about
1: oh absolutely i feel 100% that they are incredibly spineless they're i feel like they kind of went into it I don't want to say controlled opposition, but I feel like that's kind of how a lot oh, yeah. of them go into this. Oh, it is. Yeah. And they're they're in there, they're just there for their paycheck, and they don't really want to cause any waves. And obviously there's a few that are really out there fighting for us and fighting for for the people, but the majority of them, they're just they're just there. They don't care. They're just trying to do enough to not be pulled out of power, and that's it. And that's that's definitely why I say conservative versus republican because i i don't want to necessarily associate myself with the party either i'm just aligning myself with the values and beliefs that i have and and that's them.
0: right yeah that yeah definitely and they're they're, they're spineless and they you know they're just yeah they, they and they try to play identity politics too which is i mean everyone has an identity everyone like has a family and a religion and th- and, and a race um but you know when they try to play the same games as the left, it's really bad. I mean, it's so oh, crazy. Yeah, I almost have more <laughs> respect for the leftists than I do the like the the race baiting Republicans or not baiting, but like the the type that try to play their game. It's it's mm-hmm. it's hard to watch. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um. So you're you're of Puerto Rican descent, right? You're port. Do you do you say you're a Puerto Rican American? Are you know what's your kind of when someone says, where, where are you from? <laughs> Sorry. I, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, no,
1: I, I it's, and it's funny because, uh, when anyone asked, normally, I would just say, Oh, I'm Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. And once I got involved, I started saying Puerto Rican American because I have so many stories throughout my life where, Oh, so what, one example for, for, for example, uh, I had lost my ID. I went to the DMV just to get it replaced. I'd already had a, a, a driver's license for 10 years and showed up had all of my paperwork my birth certificate everything and the lady at the information desk is giving me so much crap she's like well we can't accept just your birth certificate and this we need this as well like well this is all that it states on the website i've done this before i've lost my ID before and didn't have any problems and she kept telling me well you need your green card you need your green card and i'm thinking to myself this lady doesn't realize that i'm a citizen being from Puerto Rico. Yeah. And and I started laughing. And I told her, Oh, do you mean my social security card? Because that's green. And she just <laughs> <This
0: did funny. laughs> she
1: just looked good. at me. She was like, no, 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 I, I need your green card because you're you're not a citizen. And so I told her, look, just get your manager. Trust me, I'm a citizen. And sure enough, the manager came over and apologized she was like I'm so sorry she doesn't know you're a citizen here's your stuff I'm going to go ahead and bump you to the front of the line for the inconvenience and I thought thanks yeah. and so I just think it's crazy that you know to, to go along with how the left is so against teaching history and, and educating people on the history of America and and all of the the like obviously Puerto Rico is a commonwealth of Mm -hmm. the United States and a lot of people don't know that and so I just started I mean I'm I'm super I want to say that I'm probably the most Americanized Puerto Rican like I'm all about motorcycles and rock music (laughs) and like (laughs) that's just me and uh so I'm I'm I tell everyone I'm just American AF so I started saying Puerto Rican American. <laughs> yeah,
0: cool. That, and so you were born in Puerto Rico. I was born in Puerto Rico. Do you, do you go back often?
1: The last time I went was maybe about ten years ago, uh, but I haven't. I haven't been back. I was mm-hmm. supposed to go last year for a reunion, but obviously COVID kind of destroyed that for yeah. all of us. But uh, we're supposed to go back this this year as a family, so I'm excited cool. to see nice. everybody. Yeah.
0: What's uh? What do you think? It should be a state.
1: Oh, that is. An interesting question. You know, I will say from things that I have heard, yes. I feel like throughout the decades from things that I have heard from family, they, 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 they do have a lot of advantages for not being a state, right? They don't have to pay taxes. You get to go to school for free. Uh, you're not mandated to have car insurance, right? So it's things that people think, oh, that's great. I'm saving money. But when you're not mandated to have car insurance, right, if someone hits your car, you're screwed. You have to pay for it yourself. Yeah. Taxes, there's no taxes, but there's no, um, how do I, how to explain it? The, the, the pay is not great, hmm. which also also causes crime to skyrocket because no one is making enough. I mean, when I was 16 and just working retail, I was making more here in Las Vegas at minimum wage than my aunt was as a registered nurse with a bachelor's degree in Puerto Rico. And so there are things that are incredibly difficult with the way that their system is set up. Um, so I do believe they should, you know, have statehood. I, I believe that they should have the same benefits that we have here, considering that we're citizens, why not? So if, if they're able to go to war, they should have the same benefits that we do. That's now, the thing is, I think it's very interesting that it has taken this long for the government to decide on statehood. And it it says a lot when the first house resolution that they proposed was making DC a state and then talking about Puerto Rico instead of fixing all the other problems, which shows that it's just a power grab. So why now, why now is it a focus to help them, um, but I think even if they decide to, I think it's going to be an interesting, interesting way for it to play out because a lot of people in Puerto Rico are seeing what's happening. They're revolting against the government. So they don't like how the system is being run. So if they try, I think they might end up going Republican and not conservative. So it could be very interesting.
0: Interesting. Very, very okay. interesting. So, I mean, I asked this, I mean, that this isn't like a racist thing or whatever, but I ask, I try to ask this to especially every person of Hispanic descent that, that comes on um, because like kind of the numbers don't lie. Now, like, you know, obviously when you say Latino or Hispanic, you're kind of like saying a monolith. It's almost like saying white or like black or so. I'm yeah. not, ig- I'm not ignorant. I'm a bit like when you talk about groups of people and things like that for, for the most part, especially non-Cuban uh, Hispanic people vote Democrat. I mean, you can't like hide from these. numbers I mean, it's like Black people too. They voted like ninety three percent for Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. You know, blah blah blah. Um, do, you know, why why do you think that is? And our Puerto Ricans, for the most part, like, are they representative of those numbers? And why do you think why do you think that is amongst Hispanics? I mean, you can always say you don't know because you're not all Hispanics. So you know, I'm mean? just saying like, <laughs> why do you think this is? I mean, and if you look at white. It's like, over, especially white males, it's like overwhelmingly Republican. Um, why, why do you think this disparity exists in the Latino world, in your opinion?
1: I, I honestly believe that it's, it's the lie that the Democrats are the party of the people and the party of the working class. And I mean, even I believe that. I, I grew up Democrat. And yeah, me too. for the longest time, I didn't know. So my dad is conservative and my mom is liberal. And I don't know how they're still happily married, <laughs> but yeah. uh, I don't know they're, they're amazing. I love them. But I, there, there was no talks of politics in my house growing up. So I had no idea about anything. I just thought it was something that the elites did and had nothing to do with us. And uh, I, just, I, I when I started going down that rabbit hole, I just started realizing, you know, my beliefs and values, again, are not lining up with Democrats. Why have I been told my whole life? that democrats are the party of the people and the republicans are the rich and they're you know the ones trying to control all the power and when i started researching you know democrats were the ones fighting for slavery and democrats were the ones you know that wanted all these other things and i thought that's that's kind of going against the people why are we not being told that but it's 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 obvious they're always playing with those emotions they never they never they're not the party of logic. They're not the party of, of truth. Obviously they just play with emotion and that's how they get everyone to vote for them because they don't do their own research. And I think, I think especially now, a lot of people are being woken up, but I'm always, I've always been the person where if I see something, I want to dig deeper. So once I decided, okay, something's not right. I just went down that rabbit hole. And I think I think people have to be open-minded to that. I think if they just take everything at face value on the left, they're not going to know the truth and they're going to keep believing what they're told because that's what they've known all their life. It's, it's, it's hard to change your mind when you've been kind of accustomed to the same beliefs. And a lot of people don't want to admit that they're wrong. So Yeah.
0: yeah. You hit on like almost all the important points there. Yeah, It's a momentum thing. It's almost a generational thing where, you know, if you have, if you have two or three generations of kind of social pressure behind something, it's very hard, especially with the n- people not wanting to be wrong. And I also think that in general, if you think about what a leader versus a follower is it, in, there can't be an equal number of leaders and followers. And that, that, cause that would mean that there's no such thing as leaders and followers. Exactly. I mean, a leader is always going to be the minority and then the followers are going to be the majority uh, and usually. In staggering numbers, you know, nine mm-hmm. to one, eight to one, something like that, you know. Like, so it's very hard to to break that, that stuff. And I think that it's almost, you know, it's the institutional power that the left or the Democrats have where they're kind of academia, the media, um, and also the fact that, like I brought up earlier, that a lot of people in the Republican Party are, le- are basically liberals or leftists mm-hmm. because the, you know, the, the realm of discussion is, is shifted to the left over time. Um, you're uh, familiar with the phrase, the Overton window? No. What is that? Uh, that just means it's kind of what I just described. It's the, it's the, you know, the box of allowable discussion where it's okay. like, you know, a hundred years ago, the Overton window on maybe things like race or Liberty or all kinds of things was shifted somewhere, or maybe was broader. And now it's, it's kind of shifted to the left and a very specific mindset. And it's, you know, controlled by the powers that be as well as just the general culture in general. So. Yeah, it's just that, that, that I think I think the biggest pro, the biggest driver of that is college because you mm-hmm. have to get a degree to be in a big institution. They require it, um, and the the colleges are you know, commie cesspools for lack, yeah. lack of lack of. Did you go to college?
1: I did, unfortunately. uh,
0: I'm a a dropout. Yeah.
1: (laughs) No, and and I was under that same pretense. You know, I I had to go to college to do what I wanted. And I I actually switched majors. I think it was three or four times before I I finished and happy with where I ended up. But 90% of what I know today, I learned after I graduated. Everything I know is because of my own research and what I've done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah, that's, that's what I was going to ask as well. So for your show, um, how do you prepare? Like, do you have any, you know, what, you know, what uh, publications do you trust? How do you do research? This whole thing? It's, it's gets, gets harder and harder in this day and age, but are there any sources you trust? Like, how do you kind of build a show?
1: I kind of, I try my best to look at both sides because I want to see how the left is covering it to see my angle of how to give a rebuttal to their argument, And then I'll look at obviously, you know, the most popular uh, on the right. I mean, I, I read um, New York Post. I read, obviously I like to check out Bongino. I like to check out Ben Shapiro because they have a lot of their sources. So I can go in and look at that, read it through. And uh, the majority of my time is really spent prepping the notes and doing the research and sitting down and comparing, okay, well, The left said this, let's look that up and see what's true and what's not. The right said this, okay, let's see what their statements were, what's true and what's not. And kind of just, I guess for lack of a better way to say, kind of mesh it together. Okay, well, everyone agrees on this and these are the studies. So I I like to also look at the studies because then that's, that's, that's the numbers, right? That's the best way to kind of find the data and, and, and find the, the argument that you're trying to make. So I really try to look at a lot of studies, you know, from MIT or looking at studies from CDC, but I also look at what they're not talking about, because I think that's also a big indicator of what should be talked about. And so I kind of just go from there. So each episode is different. I'll, I'll go down the the rabbit hole of information and stats and kind of decide what's the most important to share and go
0: from there. Mm, gotcha. Do, do you have, uh, any like, uh, conspiracy minded things? I mean, like we kind of are a conspiracy show over here. <laughs> I ba- I essentially buy into all of them and we don't have to get into <laughs> all that, but are what's kind of your most conspiratorial take, you know, like I mean, you know, like I mean, that's also the eye of the beholder a little bit because like a lot, you know, people on the left say, you know, the election being stolen is a conspiracy. And I think that it was, I mean, we, before you get got on, we turned off YouTube because I'll get a strike. If we say, if you, <laughs> if you say that yeah. the, it was a fraud or whatever, you'll get a strike. So, I mean, they say that's a conspiracy, but anyway, sorry, I cut you off, but what's your most conspiracy? No, no, no. If,
1: if, if there is anyone that I subscribe to the most, I guess would be the election. Absolutely. And you know, it's, it's, it's interesting to say conspiracy theory because what they've been calling this conspiracy theorists from the beginning, right? Especially all throughout last year and especially during the pandemic, everything was a conspiracy theory if it didn't match what, what fraud sheet was saying. And here we are a year later and all of these things are coming out and, oh, what do you know? It's not so much a conspiracy theory. All of these emails are being leaked and it's pretty much saying everything that we have been saying. So the election... I, I, I guess could be a conspiracy theory, but I think because I did so much reading and in-depth research on it, I, don't, I really don't believe it's, it's a conspiracy theory. I, I think I genuinely think it happened considering all of the books that didn't balance out for all of the states, the thousands of affidavits that were signed by individual people that if, if, if they were to appear in courts... And found to be lying, they could go to prison for 15, 20 years, depending right. on their state. So if someone is willing to risk 15 to 20 years of their life for a lie, I mean, that's it's a pretty big lie. You can't have over a thousand people saying that they're willing to risk their life for something like this. Right. And it, it was just it was too many, too many things and too many places to not at least validate thorough, fair investigations. And every single case, the the left is, is, they love that they were thrown out, right? But that's the thing. They're, They're saying, well, there's no evidence they were thrown out. Well, you didn't see any of the evidence. The cases never went to court. So that really doesn't count. So I think there's just too many things that were brought up that should have been questioned should have been investigated you know they went on a a three-year witch hunt with this russian hoax and that was based off of one anonymous source like you couldn't even get a name you couldn't get an affidavit for that and yet here we are with thousands of signed affidavits. And that's just, Oh, that's, that's not enough for evidence.
0: Yeah. So it's not, I mean, the, it's, it, it's funny how the like, I, there's so much hypocrisy and there's so much uh, disparity between the two sides that, you know, amongst me and my friends on what we would call like the far right or whatever, it's almost become a cliche and a meme of itself. We almost hate talking about hypocrisy because <laughs> it's just like, there's an Al- Alexander Solzhenitsyn, uh, quote I don't I'm going to butcher it but you know they're lying you know they're lying they know you know they're lying and they still continue to lie and it's like yes. what are we going to do about that just keep saying they're <laughs> lying so it's like I don't even know what I mean there's solutions out there but it, that's why you know with the dissident right or whatever it just kind of you Know more hypocrisy, you know, you know, how yeah. like the text where people text like one letter lowercase and one letter uppercase, yes. yeah. So people type in hypocrisy, <laughs> hypocrisy in the chat, guys. Type it in, um, but yeah, I mean, it's crazy that that you know, if people think about it, you know, Trump was impeached twice, right? He was impeached over Ukraine and over uh January 6th, right? And but really, he was almost impeached three times. People conflate Ukraine and Russia because people think he, you know, if people think that he was impeached over russia which th- that just got thrown out th- through the mm-hmm. M- Mueller report or whatever then ukraine happened then he was yeah. impeached after he left office um and it's just crazy um how that worked and it was like a, a massive psyop cognitive deception shit going on and it's just it, it was it was just crazy and but where so,
1: but where the, where the conspiracy is yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: They they have no grip on reality. I mean, the conspiracy no. thing, like it's you know, as long as you tell the truth, I think that you can have any conspiracy mind that you want. But when you can't define your own word and want to force people to do stuff against their will, when you can't even define your original word, that's some that's true tyranny, right?
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah. So what? Okay. So I haven't asked too many people this because we haven't had too many. Uh, interviews about the um about the election, but okay, November third happened. Um, I was actually in the streets of D.C. that day, live streaming. You know, seeing like what D.C. was like, and uh, you know, there was the whole shutting the machines down, like stopping counting at four in the morning, things like that. What would you like to have seen done? You know, starting, you know, you don't you don't have to count go through the whole timeline and stuff like that. But (laughs) what what is what was to be done from the get-go about that? Like when they when they have so much institutional power and the lock on so many judges and and the media, what was to be done starting on that day and the subsequent months going forward?
1: Man. Um, I mean, I, I think for one, there should have been a lot more accountability. I think, I think the four or five states that all simultaneously stopped counting within minutes was highly suspicious. Highly suspicious. You're gonna tell me there was a pipe burst here and then this happened here all within the same the hour and they pipe. all yeah oh, come on. and then BS. it comes out it was it was like a like a toilet leak yeah. on a completely different floor and it was just it was way too suspicious and i i think just having the accountability in it and, and like you said the gop should have come out and said hey there should not be any 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 stopping of of, of counting." Every other time, we've been able to get through the entire count, have everything confirmed the night of the election. It's, it's election night. It's not election week or election month. It should have all been counted. There should have been no reason that ballots were being held and starting the count the day of. If you had all of these early voting ballots in weeks ahead of time, those should have all been counted. Those should have all been prepared. The only thing being counted on election night should have been the in-person voting that's it hmm. and so so it's it's hard to say what should have been done after because i believe a lot of it should have started beforehand
0: hmm. um yeah and covid had a lot to do with that
1: covid absolutely had a lot to do with yeah. it but the, and and that was another thing too there had been all of these lawsuits beforehand changing the laws just before the election, right? Where, where was our team coming in to stop it? Sure. And it was, it was again, that controlled opposition. They were going, they were, they were starting the lawsuits in states where they knew they would get the outcome they wanted. So it would look like they were going to court, but they knew the, the way that the judge was going to rule it. And they got their way. They were able to change things. They were able to send out ballots everywhere, bypass the process, extend, um, I can't remember which state it was. But they extended – Pennsylvania, I think it was Pennsylvania – where they extended the deadline to receive ballots, 10 days, bypass their whole process. It's illegal. So they did all these things that are illegal, and, but they're, they, they're counting it as win. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like if you're in a race, let's say you're in the Olympics and somebody is running ahead of you and you shoot them and they die and then you pass across the, the finish <laughs> sign, right? You, yes, I, you, I guess you won, but <laughs> yes. did, did you really though? You know, yeah. I, I know that's kind of graphic, but it's it's oh, kind of the same. You're same fine. <laughs> yeah. I watch a lot of John Wick. I'm really sorry. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, yeah, we get pretty graphic on this channel. That's cool. <laughs> okay. I mean, we're all good. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, okay. So if I may just like push back a little bit. Well, not. I don't disagree with anything you said, but saying like just more accountability and and they the GOP would have should have spoken up is almost playing into the Alexander Solzhenitsyn quote. It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, that's basically just calling them on. I mean, you have, you have every, so if you have, you know, just to get philosophical for a second, you know, government is the allocation of power and that power is enforced through violent force or potential violent force. It always has to have some sort of, you know, taking of your, or, regulating your money or regulating your life through violent violent forceful means you know and there's there's a point comes where you if they won't do anything if they're just held accountable through speech what you know what do you think because because say that you do held say we have 100 percent of the gop was just like this was bs this should have never happened um they sue them but they lose they go they go no we're not going to do that. We won. Sorry, we we shot you mid track to continue your your analogy like people. That's why, you know, some of the, you know, really radical right was saying that, you know, Trump should basically declare martial law and suspend the Constitution um, more so than it already has been um, mm-hmm. until you can actually investigate the, the election. Do you do you think anything like that, you know, in an extreme and, I, you know, I think this was an extreme situation. I mean, they were they were going to take this probably one mm-hmm. way or another. Do you oh, back any like thing like that, you know, like actual actual physical action as as opposed to speech?
1: Um, I mean, they they tried, you know, they they tried to take things to court. They tried to bring yeah. up all of these, you know, different uh I mean, the amount of evidence that they had to at least just go in. It it was, it was, it was unbelievable. So they, they tried to take all of these things to court. They they tried to present it and at least show what had happened to be able to investigate it further. And, and whether that's through forensic audits or, or whatever, they, they tried. And I, I think, I think the problem was they started the process, but then they didn't, go hard enough. Yeah. You know, the judge said, no, we're going to throw this out. All right. What's the next step? Where else can we take this? Yeah. It's like, yeah. You have
0: to, like, sue the judge or get him thrown out or, or something like that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Cause
1: I mean, if, if, if these are, I mean, obviously I'm not a lawyer, but mm-hmm. there has to be some law where if there is enough evidence and enough probable cause to take something to court and a judge says, no, who else can we take this case to? Because yeah. there is enough evidence to I mean, if if you have a case where, you know, again, let's say someone is murdered and you have all this evidence and the judge just happens to say, Well, I like this person, so we're gonna say no and throw it out. That doesn't mean that the person <laughs> is innocent. It does yeah. not mean he's innocent. So that's what's a terrible next?
0: system. I mean, that's a terrible, 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 terrible system. Yeah. Terrible like system. I like this person. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. and that's and, and that's that's the problem. I think it was very strategic that the states that they claimed were um What's the word? Battleground states. Mm-hmm. I thought this is kind of weird. There's no way he's going to win these states. Why are these specifically battleground states this time? And we know why. They had the power in those states. They knew they could win. They knew if it went to court, they'd have the judges. They'd have everything set in place. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's again, it's tough. I, I don't know. I don't know what else could have been done because they they had they had everything set up perfectly they knew what they were doing yeah they okay. had all the right people in the right places that they needed and i don't want to say that they got away with it because i don't think this is over but yeah. um and again not saying trump is coming back i know a lot of people well, that, are like,
0: yeah oh, let me inter- let me interrupt down. you for a second no, no, no. That, that was my next question okay so i so we before you got on we played you speaking at the arizona audit Uh, there, that event is judge. I kind of think I know how you're going to answer this, but like, is the current, and and they just did Pennsylvania, the Pennsylvania GOP is recommending that they also audit, uh, -hmm. Pennsylvania in, in light of that is the fight right now. Um, over. Yeah. Do you think it's more Trump could still get in or do you think it's more for next time? We, uh, we over here call Trump, Trump may be coming back. We call it the day of the pillow. Cause uh, in honor of uh, Mike Lindell, um, Mike so, Lindell, he's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So there's been, <laughs> there's been reports that, you know, that Trump is expecting to get back in, in, in August or something like that. So the, the day of the pillow has been pushed from, you know, January to March to August. Do you believe yeah. in the day of the pillow or is this, uh, or is this just, uh, you know, for the next election?
1: Um. I mean, if something happened and he were to come back, of course I would be happy, yeah. right? We need to get Biden and Kamala out; they're just destroying our country. Uh, do I think it'll happen? I'd—I mean, this—this this has never happened before. I th- this is such a unique election, and so many things happen. I don't—I don't know what the process is if—if if everything comes out that Arizona actually flips because of the forensic audit. It will absolutely cause a domino effect. And that's what the left doesn't want. Um, You know, they've been trying to stop this. Biden sent his DOJ trying to interject to stop this audit. I mean, if that doesn't say something right there, if, if, if it were me and I had won, I would be the first one saying no. We will absolutely help with this audit. Whatever you need to show that I won this election because I want you to know that I won fair and square. I wouldn't be trying to stop it because what are you trying to hide? And so if Arizona ends up flipping, which I have, I, I feel like it it, it will. Uh, it's the next state that we already know is looking at. Obviously, Pennsylvania's is, is considering coming in. I know Georgia had talked about it. That was our next one. Um, we're going back to Phoenix again in soon. Uh, I don't know if it'll be, I, I'm, I'm assuming it'll be this month and, uh, it's, 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 it's definitely going to cause a, a domino effect. And I think once things start to come out, I mean, it's, just, I I don't know. I don't know the laws of, of how this would work, but if, if this, if hypothetically let's say everything goes our way sorry if everything goes our way and these states flip and it shows that he did not win this presidency everything that he has put into place all of his executive orders now need to be reversed Mm. because it wasn't a legitimate presidency sorry i don't know why my voice is cracking um But that's—I mean, I don't—I don't know. Yeah, it's it's hard to know. It's going to be very interesting.
0: Yeah, it's like because you almost have to know all the the state election regulations too. You have to be very, very uh, well read, and you know, you almost need like a chart behind you, like they do on the mainstream news, where it's like like, with the
1: red ties. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly, exactly. And you need the different discrepancies between each state and stuff like that. It's complicated, and people online do it, but I'm not. I'm not your deep dive guy. As I tell my, tell my live chat. Um, what's your, uh, what's your opinion on QAnon?
1: I think a lot of people definitely fell for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to say, I mean, I, I watch a lot of different things just to see what people are talking about. So I follow obviously people on the right. I follow people on the left. Um, I can't remember the name of the person, but they had an account and they had all of the, the Q stuff on there. And I would watch it just to see what they were saying. And obviously, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a very romanticized way of looking at things, right? You're looking for things. Oh, well, I see this and this lines up with this. And it's like, oh my gosh, like how much time do you guys have right. to make all of these crazy connections? But, you know, I I also see why so many people Followed that again, like I I, I followed all these things because I wanted to see what everyone was talking about. I do not follow Q, <laughs> but um I feel like a lot of people did follow it because it gave them hope and it gave them something to fight for. Because it, it gave them that final, you know, outcome of we can still win, we still got this, he can come back. Mm. So I think it gave a lot of people hope. I think that's why they they followed it, but. I'm, I'm a very like deep dive research person. And so if I hear something and it sounds exciting, Ooh, can that actually happen? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go down that, that, that rabbit hole of, well, let's see, what are the laws? What does this mean? What is martial law? When can it be applied? So I went down that rabbit hole and I was like, well, a lot of these things are just trying to find things to piece together to make it sound you know, like it could happen. And, and of course, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not in the military. I don't know what all right. of their things are. I don't know how all these laws work. So I, d- I don't really know. Uh, but it just a lot of it was too good to be true. Right. Yeah. I mean, I was hearing all of these crazy things that were going to happen on January 20th. And I, I do know people that were high up in the military that are now um, retired. That were telling me personally, like I'm hearing these things, I'm hearing that this is going to happen on January 20th. So to me, I'm thinking, well, is any of this true then? Maybe that yeah. they're saying because this person's telling me that they're hearing this. I'm I'm going to trust them. They're high up or former high up in the military. And um, but again, I I I never wanted to say anything on my channel that I didn't at least have
0: hardcore proof of. Yeah.
1: But yeah. But I mean, it's, it's the internet. You can't believe everything. you
0: right. hear. <laughs> Are you familiar are you familiar with the term gaslighting?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's like,
0: I've been saying this last couple of days that, you know, the populace has been almost gaslit into insanity. I mean, it's yes. a, it's the number of sources. It's the number it's, it's, it's the internet. And it's also yeah. that the, if, if it were just the internet, it, it probably wouldn't have happened, but it's also that the mainstream sources have are proven liars you know, mm-hmm. so it's like they're liars. You got some dude on a message board, like put in numbers, like he's got the beginning of every Trump tweet going back a year yes. and it spells out, you know, like martial law, some shit like that. Yeah.
1: Like, oh my gosh. Like go do something. Go find out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, do, do you, um, have you heard of the kind of the theory that essentially Q in general was a deep state plant? That was trying to gaslight. Yeah, yeah. that that seems semi reasonable to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm generally a pretty uh, optimistic person, and I see the good in humanity. And I think that's a flaw at some point, you know, (laughs) where you're just like, you know, yeah, I like smile a lot. I think people are telling the truth, but it seems like there's layers and layers of deception and gaslighting. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you think that's a reasonable? the the it being based like the CIA or just some anti-GOP or anti-Trump shill or something like that do you do you see that that could be a possibility with QAnon
1: um
0: not not the people taken in by it I mean like Q itself the actual yeah If if it's one person yeah
1: yeah possibly I mean I I had only seen a few like a few things that they had posted so I don't know everything everything i kind of just wanted to kind of dip my toe in the water and see what it was thousands of
0: posts how could you like do you know anyone that was like in up on every single q drop
1: i don't know i don't know anyone that was that was in. i mean i I would just see things i would see things on twitter (laughs) that was going around i'm like what is this um so i kind of just just dipped my toe in the water just to see what it was about but i don't i don't know i mean it's 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 a possibility i don't want to say that it's not um Mm. But I mean, we know we know so many different institutions, right? Are, are pretty much run by the left. So if they were if they were strategic and smart enough to to play with this pandemic to work it in their favor, I don't see why they wouldn't just start something like this because they know how much we believe in in trump and and his policies and what our what our beliefs are so i i i wouldn't be opposed to the idea that they could have started it to to catch us and keep us distracted and keep us focused on something else and then be able to use it as this psyop afterward and say oh see just a bunch of conspiracy theorists. everything that comes out of the right is fake and then use use that against us as well. So I'm I'm definitely not saying it's it's not a possibility. It it it, it absolutely could be. I yeah. mean, yeah. when you look at it, it there's things that make sense that it could be.
0: Right. And okay. Yeah. So you mentioned earlier that kind of your biggest uh, conspiracy thing was like the election or whatever. I think that it, if if the election was a conspiracy, then COVID had something to do with it. We kind of hinted at this yeah. at this earlier. Um, and there's you know there's a speech from Fauci basically he's talking a month after Trump was inaugurated in 2017 about how there's going to be a pandemic that hits or something like that. Do you, I mean, how conspiratorial are are you on COVID? You know, like, do you think it was the 2020 was all like planned out in advance? Or like, do you think that the, what actually here's a better, quick, and we can talk about the whole subject. What do you think was a bigger deal COVID or the election? What do you think was the bigger like Psyon?
1: Uh, I that's that's tough. I kind of want to say they were both uh they were both pretty equal, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, I mean,
0: okay, so I another way of asking would have been like would be like the cart and the horse. You know, do you think that the the election was there to bolster COVID or the uh, COVID was there to bolster the election? Like which do you think is a bigger win for the powers that be? Them getting I, Trump I out or them yeah.
1: I definitely think blowing up COVID had a uh-huh. lot to do with the election being this year. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Um because I saw I saw that interview that you're talking about with Fauci mm-hmm. and which is which is really interesting, because in that interview, he says a surprise outbreak
0: <laughs> during People this are messing administration with us at this point.
1: is a surprise outbreak. And I thought that's <laughs> interesting because uh, surprises you don't know about. Otherwise, it <laughs> wouldn't be a surprise. And but even even Obama had said it as well. I don't know if you saw that one where he had said, oh, I think you're going to have a difficult time because there's going to be an outbreak during your administration. So now that's two. So, okay, if you know about this possible outbreak, why do we not know about it? Why are we not being prepped for it? And why is it a surprise? Why during this administration? And, you know, when when the whole swine flu thing happened, I mean, Fauci was there. Obviously, Obama wasn't in the office. And, it, it a lot more people had caught it to me that was more of a of a pandemic yeah. than covid was a lot more people caught swine flu and there were no lockdowns there were no mask mandates there was nothing
0: sure
1: so imagine
0: yeah
1: nothing nothing, <laughs> nothing so imagine if swine flu had been as deadly as covid right half our country would have been gone half our country would have been gone yep and uh nothing so for this to be so blown out of proportion because i'm i'm not saying that COVID isn't real i think it's absolutely real i have friends that have caught it um i have an aunt that that caught it really bad but it's it's still not it was absolutely weaponized for the election absolutely and the fact that especially with all the leaks um and i'm excited that i've i've been doing a lot of research on this the last days. That's that's going to be my next episode. Mm -hmm. So with all of the leaks and everything happening, they knew that something was going to come. How convenient that it was during the election year. Something always happens during the election year. There's always some kind of economic crisis, or there's riots, or there's always, there's always something, there's yes. always something, you know, yeah. and, and it's interesting, so when you start looking that up, you start realizing that there is a pattern. So there's always a crisis. And people on the left have said it, oh, don't let a crisis go to waste. First off, what a terrible thing to say. This is not something to be using humans and, and deaths as an advantage. No crisis should ever be taken like a like do. a yeah, yeah and this that's what they that's what do, they do. Yeah. It's 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 yeah it's insane it's kind of
0: sick yeah they're sick in the head yeah I mean mm-hmm. so do you think that what do you think is more I mean I've been saying for a while that they would have taken whatever they could have get uh, got with Trump if Trump would have could have gotten down on the the Mueller stuff. He, he they would have taken that same with the mm-hmm. with the ukraine you know at whatever you know they tried to take him down since uh for the whole before, time so, yeah
1: before his inauguration yeah. they were already Absolutely. talking about impeachment like yeah. how are you going to impeach someone that isn't even in office yeah. yet yeah
0: and they yeah. the gop tried to replace him a week before the election um i don't know if you remember that because of the that. grab him by the P thing they oh, that's by, right. yeah. yeah they tried yes. to they, they tried right. to replace right. him this is a week that's before right. november 8th 2016 um, yeah, That's right. So I guess what I'm wondering is, do you think that they um, planned that they like, I don't know, it's like, how deep do you think the deception went? Do you think that they because, pl- you know, like I said, I'm a big conspiracy guy, but I I, tr- I have trouble with the conspiracy thing once it's like, you know, there's there's conspiracies that go back. 17, 18 generations. I mean, everybody's dead. Everybody and their grandfather (laughs) is dead. So even though I kind of buy into them at some point, I see how it's hard to justify believing in them or prove them whenever, when you're talking about the 1700s and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't think like, for instance, um, we, I don't think we went to the moon. Um, I don't think, you know, stuff like that. Again, we're not here. I'm just giving you examples. Um, (laughs) Uh, but you know, four years ain't a long time to plan something, you know, 27, you know, 2017 to 2021. So do you think they, do you think that they planned COVID or they knew about COVID going back that far or or was it, do you think it was just in, they saw the opportunity in a more short term, a year or two, and then jumped on that?
1: So COVID is actually not, as a lot of people think, it's not a new virus.
0: Yeah, um, sure. <clears throat>
1: sorry, I really don't know why my voice is cracking. Feel free to time.
0: grab grab water or something like that. I can re- <laughs> re- re- read the live chat and just kind of BS for a second if you want, um, or, or just keep going.
1: So uh, so SARS first came out, I think it was 2002 or 2003. So it's not necessarily a new virus. They've known about this for almost 20 years already. Now the thing that's interesting that a lot of people have been bringing up and talking about and and now that the emails are out we know um i i mean that's that's already one thing i i feel like the emails were purposely leaked i don't think that was an accident yeah i, I think agree. they i think it's i think it's uh what's it called a uh, um oh my gosh pr um Damage control.
0: Yeah, control, control, burn. Yes,
1: yes. (laughs) And um, so this virus was in a lab on American soil first. And there were a few accidents that had happened. They thought it was too dangerous. That's why they moved the lab out of the U.S. I can't remember what city it was in. But they were already testing it. and, And I think the gain of function was already starting here. So they were funding it here on American soil. Then it was moved to Wuhan. That's why the funding was going to Wuhan. And, <clears throat> oh my gosh. And then, um, so I can't remember when it was um, that Trump stepped in and was like, no, we, we cannot be funding this. Um, I, I don't know if he had known about it or if he had just found out where the funds were going. So they there there was tax dollars going to this funding in Wuhan in this lab and then it leaks how convenient that it was again during the election year all of these emails are now proving what we've been saying Fauci knew about it they asked him to make sure that they didn't talk about the origins of it because it had possibly leaked out of the lab But (laughs) these people, (laughs) (laughs) and it shows, you know, he, he complied and he said, yeah, I'll make sure that there is no investigation to where it came from. I personally think that's really important. If we're going to save more lives, shouldn't we know where it came from? So we know what to look for in the future to prevent another pandemic to save lives. I think that's, I think that's crucial information to know. And the fact that the scientists that were looking into it from the beginning said this looks engineered this does not look like it it happened naturally the way that every other virus mutates in nature again he ignored it i think that's kind of crucial and it, it's it's things like that that i mean it's to me it's hard it's it's hard for me to understand how someone on the left can say well look it was it was it happened why would you know they do this to purposely harm people well numbers can also be inflated all of the deaths have yeah. already been proven to oh, be inflated yeah. as well
0: absolutely the and testing, and all
1: yeah. of yeah and all of a sudden the flu has been completely wiped out when yeah, i think it was in january of 2019 60,000 people died of the flu <laughs> and in 2020 It was like 17. It's like statistically
0: none. Yeah. 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 The the stuff with, with the the details of COVID COVID I've been saying for a while, I mean, we we covered it. I've been opposing the lockdowns essentially from the beginning. I said nothing, not a single dollar Mm -hmm. should have been reallocated by the government. Not a single lockdown, not a single mask mandate, things like that. And, but it's when you look at it, almost every single detail has some sort of deception with it. You know, the masks, you know, they've, you know, they have these videos of like little threads and worms in the mask. They have like, they have stuff with the, there there's there's supposed conspiracies about every single detail, the vaccine, the testing that, you know, they, they say the PCR tests are 90% false positive. Um, there, the, Fauci is is. I mean, it's just crazy the, the level of deception. Um, yeah. What do you you know? This is my last question about COVID. and we'll uh, uh, talk about some lighter stuff than this. Um, what do you think the you know what do you think the punishment for Fauci should be <laughs> if if everything that he's you know you know supposed of kind of gets proven in court? Um, what do you think should have should this guy like hang from the gallows in public? Like what what's your What's your? What do I, you think his kind of villain should be.
1: I absolutely believe he should go to prison. Yeah, I know oh, some people yeah. think that that's too serious, but I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> he obviously played politics when people's lives are at stake. A lot of people's lives could have been saved. You know, this lockdown was uh, the WHO advised against it, and they still went with it. And and they're always talking about, oh, we have to follow the CDC guidelines and the WHO. Well, they went against it, and you still you still. Demanded it. And people's businesses went under, you know, depression skyrocketed, anxiety skyrocketed, suicide skyrocketed, crime skyrocketed. All of these things w- were because of lockdown. And no one wants to talk about that. They just want to talk about, well, we have to save people's lives. You have to stay in lockdown. Well, studies came out showing that the lockdown actually made it worse and it caused the virus to spread more. And the mass didn't help. So what was the point? And, um, I think a lot of lives could have been saved. Mm-hmm. A lot of lives could have been saved if he had just been honest. But again, I mean, I, I fully believe that this was purposely weaponized for this. If, I mean, if, if that's not a huge conspiracy, I don't know what is, but yeah, sure. it, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot of evidence showing that that could be a, a, a high possibility. So I think he should go to prison. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: yeah. (laughs) If you ask people in my chat, they're all weighing in right now. I mean, we're, I don't know, for people like this, we kind of, like, and myself, like, like we're very, like, I hate to say it, but we're, like, very pro-death penalty for the people that deserve it in this live chat. For the people that deserve it, we don't want to like it, but, like, I, I totally think that this guy should definitely, like, I'm not, see, I'm not a big fan of prison for life. Because it's taxpayer funded. That's I think true. that, if you, yeah, if, that you, des- if you deserve prison for life, then you deserve yeah. the death penalty. Like, I'm not, I'm also pro like ending the war on drugs. Like, I don't think, mm-hmm. you know, like, I don't think you should get pr- prison, a long prison sentences, even for, for selling stuff. I mean, long as in like 20 to 50 years, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but depending on the amount and the type of drug and things like that. But like, if you're going to pr- prison for life, I mean, come on. Let's yeah, just, let's exactly. Just end the whole show, exactly. <laughs>
1: especially, especially, especially if it was power. a violent crime. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, with that too, but yeah. especially if it was a violent, gruesome crime. Sure. No. No. Absolutely not.
0: Absolutely. No. Yeah. No. So You're anyway, just, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I, I think yeah. So you know, the, my uh, my live chat as we've gone through this for a couple of years has definitely like red pilled me and made me a little more not not radical, but just like more like. Logically extreme, where I'm like, the logical conclusion from this is that they especially like heinous, like sadistic, violent actors with kids and stuff like that. It's just like, come on, man. What, 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 what what are you doing here? You know, if they they don't repent or they're like repeat offenders. And, um, so, you know, so so speaking of like the repentance thing or whatever, I saw you, uh, one you were speaking of what is the faith and freedom conference. Okay, cool. So, um, you, and when you were, you had the mic in that little round table or whatever, and you said you, you started speaking up because of, you you saw that you're like, your faith was under attack. So you're a Christian. Yes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So, um, so why do you like? Do you think there's an attack on Christianity in this country? Uh, I said we were going to move on to some lighter stuff, but I, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I realized that <laughs> I, I wanted deeper. to talk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so, do you think that, uh, like, it, it, you know, Christianity is under attack, and like, in what way, and that whole thing?
1: Oh, a- absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we we already know that it's being attacked in other countries. Um, you know, people are being arrested for reading the Bible out in public, and that's that's our, our first first amendment, right? We, sh- we have the freedom of speech, freedom of religion. Yeah. That's, and that's a God given, right? That's not something that the government allows me to do. It's, it's a God given, right? And it's interesting. And this is usually how I compare this. Everything on the left is essentially chaos. When you look at it through the eyes of God, right? Everything yes. that they want is the opposite of what we as Christians want. They're against families. They're against Mothers and fathers, um, obviously, they hate men on the left, which is insane uh, nice <laughs> obviously like all about abortion it's like all of these things that go against what we 're taught as christians, and I fully believe that if if this is the agenda that the left has right they 're all about promoting, promoting abortion, which I think is just voluntary genocide, and the left doesn 't see it yes. they they 're all about. Destroying the nuclear family, everything that they want gives them more power. And if we fight them on it, because these are our Christian values, their first, the first thing they need to attack is our Christian values. Because whatever we believe in, if we believe in the Bible and we believe in God and Jesus, that will always have more power than whatever the government says and does we will always fight for that because those are our foundational values those are our, our hardcore values and they see that as a threat yeah if we're telling them no on a moral standpoint this is wrong and this is wrong and this is wrong and you shouldn't be doing this this is and this they, they see that as a threat so they're going to try to destroy and demolish any, anything and everything that gets in the way. And if Christianity is one of those things, they will. I mean, the fact that there are schools, we, we know that they're doing critical race theory, but there are schools that are now teaching classes on um, Satanism. There's another one that's talking about, there's a class on, on Aztec rituals and yeah, sacrifices. Yeah, covered this. Yep. Yeah. And, and in my mind, I think, okay, all of that is allowed. But heaven forbid you have a class on Christianity, which is the largest religion in America. That's not allowed, but you're allowing Satanism and everything else. What is that? What What is that going to teach? It's they're they're teaching everything that is against Christian values because it goes against their agenda.
0: Mm, yeah. Do, yeah. Do you think that uh, like, you know, freedom of religion is. You know, codified in in the Constitution, in the Bill of Rights. You know, it's like, but it really says that Congress can't make a law, um, you know, that goes against freedom of religion, which is kind of a important distinction. But would you be in favor of seeing some sort of uh, Christian doctrine being codified in the Constitution, like saying? Like I think that we we at least should say that we 're like that we are an english speaking country and, and a Christian country, which doesn 't mean that everyone has to speak english in the home it doesn 't mean that they have to be it, what, what, what it 's really saying is that we're an english speaking country the government is e- english speaking and the government mm. is christian and it doesn 't mean that like everyone has to be a christian it 's just that the group the collective known as the government structure is christian and english speaking Would you back any of that as far as it being a like christian christianity being codified in the constitution
1: i mean i i could see i could see what you're saying but i i feel like i feel like it says it already in the first amendment you know mm-hmm. i and and i mean not not to not to go off off a little bit but it's interesting that biden keeps saying no amendment or, or yeah no amendment is absolute yeah i'm like it's
0: <laughs> very squirrely buddy really yeah
1: and, um, yeah. so, th- so, th- so that worries me. And, I, and so I do see what you're saying. Um, but I, I feel like the First Amendment says it right there. You have your right to religious freedom. And, you know, because I, I even though Christianity is the largest religion here, I feel like America is such a melting pot. Um, there's so many different people here. We're all immigrants, right? We all came to this land. We all have different beliefs, and I think, I think that being our First Amendment and saying that what we believe we have the right to is is more than enough. Because um, I think I think most people know. You know, we we are a God loving, you know, Christian country, and we English is is the main language. Um, but I don't I don't I don't know if it's necessary to have anything else it is a very interesting concept i do i do see why you would you would um consider that but yeah yeah
0: yeah i I back i mean like i i you know that's one of the reasons i call my like uh Call myself a like, like right wing or dissident right or whatever, because you know when you know if someone calls themselves a conser a conservative, it's like you have to be conserving something, and if you're progressive, you have to be progressing past something, and that thing is the Constitution. And um, in some ways, I just don't think that the Constitution goes far enough. You know, I like the Constitution. And and I, but I, I'm like I would listen to all kinds of form of governments. I'm a little like not crazy, but I'm a little just like I'll listen to most stuff. Like I would back like a benevolent Christian monarchy at this point. I mean, the, the <laughs> like a theocracy where it's just like you know like uh, Christian or uh, GTFO. You know, I mean, and like or at least I'd be like into the conversation or whatever. That, that's interesting. Um. So yeah. So what we're gonna do last? You've been very generous with your with your time. It's been about an hour. We have a we haven't done this in a while. Everybody, we're gonna do like a a rapid fire round so um after we do this oh. rapid fire round um people if you got extra rapid fire stuff uh type it in the live chat and uh and we'll go with this um so i'm gonna ask you some stuff and you you know you don't don't have to give like a one word answer but try to answer it as, as quick as you can so we can keep it rapid fire um no pressure okay who will be president <laughs> who will be president in 2024 trump trump Wow. OK. And do you think that will be him winning the election or him being installed? You kind of talked about it earlier. So you don't think you don't think that you're, you don't think the day of the pillow is going to happen.
1: I don't know. OK.
0: You don't, don't know. know. But, but you think Trump will be president in twenty twenty four in twenty twenty four from the election. Cool. Yes. Um, we have a, a pool going. Guys, should we let uh, Frankie in late? <laughs> um, OK, so let, let, I'm going to make an executive decision over here. Um, Okay, so what we did on Inauguration Day, just to deviate from the rapid fire round for a second, we did a a contest on Inauguration Day of how long will Biden be president. And there's people there's people being eliminated all the time. We have, you know. Uh, one of the regulars in the chat post jazz says that Biden will serve two full terms and a couple people who have dropped out said he would only be in 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 uh, be president for about a month. Um, how long? Let's add Frankie to the list just for just for accountability. How long <laughs> do you think that Joe Biden will be president?
1: Ooh. so originally I thought he would have been out within three months. But mm. with everything happening, I'm going to say about the two year mark. And this is my theory. I think two years because I think they want him in office as long as possible as long as possible because he doesn't know where he is half the time <laughs> they're just like here sign this what is this okay uh, but at the two year mark um, I think Kamala is allowed to step in yeah, and then still enough. be able to yes. run yeah, this so, 10 whole years. Yeah, so she, she would want, be yeah. able to do 10 Ooh. so I think that's I think that might be uh, her plan at least. So that's what I'm thinking.
0: Okay. So we have uh we have some <laughs> rapid fire questions coming in from the live chat and some of them we have to skip a little bit. Um Okay. Okay. Um you guys are fine. I'm, okay. I'm
1: already excited because you're yeah. laughing. What that is, means those are good. <laughs> what is the shape what is
0: the shape of the Earth?
1: It's it's a globe.
0: It's a globe. Okay. Um, yes. Is your um I don't know, this might be a little you don't you don't have to answer this if you if you want, but it is your full name Francesca? It's Francis. It's Francis. Cool. Francis. Um, How many eggs can you eat in a day?
1: (laughs) Oh, um, I mean, I like eggs. I don't think I've ever uh, tried to beat a record. I could probably eat at least six.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get those numbers. Yeah, I like. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, no, that is pretty low. I like (laughs) eggs, though. But you have to you have to cook them differently, yeah. otherwise it just kinda kinda gets boring. With so, steak though. I could eat steak, you could all, eat steak day. all day. Okay. All right.
0: <laughs> so I have a there's a mod in the chat that he's actually visited me in person and this man drinks a minimum of six raw eggs every morning.
1: I had a friend that uh, he did he well he raced motocross but he was getting into uh, bodybuilding mm-hmm. and I think he did like 16 eggs a day Ooh. and I'm like bro yeah, what are that's, you doing that's
0: a lot. do you even lift, but bro? you know
1: yeah. he, he he yeah seriously yeah.
0: so um have you ever seen and we were talking about this before he came on I, okay so I will just say it up front I think that there's at least two Joe Bidens that currently give speech speeches in America have you ever looked at his ears.
1: I have not looked look at this. Look at
0: this. Okay. There's clearly two Bidens. Okay. His earlobes are connected in some speeches and they're disconnected in some speeches. I shit you Man, not. Oh, you should look Oh, I into need it. to look at this. Look So into I, it.
1: I will say, not to go down another uh, rabbit hole, but I'll make <laughs> it fast. You, I'm, I'm sure you've heard about all the, the, I guess the CGI things, the hologram yeah. things that they're doing. Oh, yeah. And they look like they're in one place when they're actually in another. And I think that could be a possibility. I mean, he's, he never knows where he is half the time. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I, I look into that. I think, I think there's something, but I never, I never noticed that I'm going to go back and.
0: Yeah. And if you also, (laughs) what I've been talking about lately too, is if you watch the delivery on some of Biden's gaffes, some Mm -hmm. of them look like he actually doesn't know where he is. And some of them look very on purpose. There's like the one, the most recent one where he said that he, that his inauguration was 15 months ago. I mean, I've taken like acting classes when I was a kid that is acting. He isn't doing, he, now a couple of where he's just like, just like, you know, (laughs) like slurs about, I think those are somewhat genuine, but you know, I, you know, at least Biden. yeah, yeah. I just saw something (laughs) or it's all just an act or something like that. Yeah. Um, do you eat pork? Yeah. Okay. That's a, we'll that
1: see. is a random question.
0: Oh yeah. 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 Bacon okay. is amazing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yes. Okay. So now back to my, uh, my questions. Um, uh, we're on the subject of, of food. I actually don't know the answer to this one at all. What are like, what are some famous Puerto Rican, like, like, you know, Cubans have their like Cuban sandwich or whatever. What are some Puerto Rican foods that are, that are famous Ooh. or good?
1: Empanadas for sure. Mm. Empanadas uh, are that's I made, Puerto
0: Rican or, by origin. Yeah. Oh.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I uh, some other places have it too, but everyone has their uh I guess own filling. And we do like my favorite is beef, so it has, you know, different herbs and spices and there's onions and cilantro and peppers and um like roasted peppers in there and it's so it's it's really savory. And but we also make them with guava, so we make them sweet. Um that's one of my favorite things. And cool. then, you know, like rice and chickens. So we've got like, like, which is my favorite. And, uh, so everything is, everything is savory. We're all about savory. We've got sweets, but savory is yeah, just our thing. That's like where like it's we at. love chicken yeah. and beef, man. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, so good.
0: I'm not a big sweets guy. Yeah. I kind of tolerated a little bit. You yeah, have the savory for sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, what is, you got a bunch of books behind you. What's a book that you read recently that you're, that you like?
1: Oh, I usually read like three books at a time. Wow. Um, hold on, I'm trying to see which one am I reading right now? Um I will say, oh, yeah, let's start with this one. Okay. This book, I feel like everyone needs to read. I don't know if you guys know who Jocko
0: Willing sure. is. Yeah.
1: Oh, perfect, perfect. Good. <laughs> so I've got his discipline book.
0: Yeah, I got it downstairs. Oh, yeah, the field manual. Gosh, oh yeah book. As
1: you can see, I take I take notes. Yeah. Um it was, I, I read through it twice because it was that good. And any anytime cool. that I'm just having one of those days where I have no motivation, I flip through it and I'm like, damn, Jocko, you're right. I, I'm going to get back to work. I got this. Uh, um, so that one's <laughs> really good. Um, this one was also really good. So there's the art of war and then there's the war of art. Yep.
0: Yeah. I've read um, that too. That's a good one.
1: Amazing, amazing yeah. book. And then um, we'll go with this one last. This one I'm sure your, your audience will love.
0: Mhm Mark Manson yeah The subtle art of not giving a fuck.
1: Of not giving a fuck. That yep. one will that one will make you tougher in life that's
0: cool. for sure. Very um nice. so those
1: are some those are those are three really good ones. Cool. I like to read obviously.
0: Well, what there's another one from the chat. Um I think you mentioned it kind of but you didn't say what it was. In what's your degree in?
1: Um I started in game design because mm-hmm. I was I was going to focus on character development. Really? Wow. Yeah and I I loved it. I loved it and that's where I learned um Photography and film and anything computer-wise, uh, but then I was getting I was getting just more passionate about the character design. And one of my friends actually suggested that I got into fashion. And I thought, oh, I hate the fashion industry so much, though. <laughs> yeah. um, but he was like, you put so much time and and effort into their outfits and the details that match their personality and. So I kind of started looking into it and got really into it. And um, so I have a degree in drafting and design. So I pattern draft. um, So right now my business, I do leather jackets and um, outerwear. And so I just, I love jackets. I'm obviously like I I mentioned John Wick and anything like that, but uh, I, I want my brand to kind of have, I don't know if you, if you have seen like the commercials at, Chanel and all of the luxury brands do it's always this pretty girl in some yeah. and some gown, and she's running and she's like falls in love because she's got a perfume on I'm like no fuck that this is what we're gonna do so I I want my my short films or videos to to look like a movie trailer I am I'm, I'm a huge movie person I, I love sci-fi and assassin movies and James Bond and I want I wanted to to look like a story. And the characters just be wearing my pieces and my jackets and, and have this and have this like underlying lesson. So by the time you finish the short video, you're thinking, Oh, that makes a lot of sense and kind of makes you think. And then. Kind of just gives you this inspiration to Sweet. go do something. That's awesome. So, yeah. yeah, that's it's well, that's, definitely a way that was of a selling. That's a very long answer. That's fine. Yeah, don't worry. That's you
0: know that's a way of selling something that's definitely cool. I think you know advertising. I just can't. You know, makes me cringe to my bones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, who is a historic? If you could pick a historical figure that can't be alive right now that you could go back and talk to, who would it be?
1: Leonardo da Vinci.
0: Wow, that's good. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah.
1: Just because he had just such a wide span of knowledge and we still talk about his notebooks and journals and all of his ideas. And just to pick his brain, I think like, where did these ideas even come from? Who did you talk to? Like, where, how did you process this? And yeah, he's, he's fascinating. I like that one. Yeah. yeah.
0: Who's your, um, who's your favorite non-politician that you would like to see maybe be a politician? Oh, they that's can be in the media one. or something like that. They just can't be in like an, a, a current or former elected official. As to, to run for president? Sure. I mean, that's the highest. That's what or most people anything. are thinking. That's what most people are thinking. So let's call it president. Yeah. Like my would mine would be like Tucker Carlson.
1: Oh, Tucker Carlson would be amazing.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> he would be great. He would yeah. be great. Or or I mean, I'll even take Sean Hannity. He's pretty funny. Okay. Um Dan Bongino. hmm
0: Uh
1: Maybe one of the Proud Boys, just to throw that in. Ooh, um, controversial. Yeah.
0: Very nice. Yeah. Cool. Have you ever met any of them?
1: I I I do know mm. some of them.
0: Yeah, yeah, I have met them too. I'm, like when I've covered <laughs> when I've covered like rallies and stuff like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, uh, I, I actually know. I I know I know Enrique personally. Um, mm, he wow. Just, he's he's a really good really good guy.
0: Interesting. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, what's your, I know we were doing the rapid fire round, but what's your take on, you know, he was arrested and stuff. And, you know, some people call him like a, like a FBI informant, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, know it's, it's, it's
1: a lot of the things that you read are true, mm-hmm. but a lot of them are twisted into false narratives. Mm. Um, you know, but I, there's, I mean, they, they've painted all of them. They have painted all the guys into this, this terrible you know, like they're these bad guys, and they're not, they just happen to be, it's just this group of guys that obviously just like to hang out and drink, and they saw that Antifa was coming out and attacking these people, and they're like, someone needs to go out and protect these innocent people because the police aren't doing anything. They went out just to literally protect and serve when the cops couldn't, and now that's, that's how they are looked at. Um, so, I mean, a lot of, a lot of the things are true, but a lot of them are spun in Mm -hmm. ways that they really should have. So I I think, I think when you really read a lot of things, you can kind of read between the lines and see what's true and what's not, but it's, I mean, the, the person that the person that he is for sure, I mean, he's not at all what, what you read. Like when I met him, I thought he was going to be a completely different person and he's not, um, Mm. Yeah.
0: interesting cool. but it
1: but they're they're a good a really good group of guys like there's yeah. there are things that people just don't even know about the group and it's it's a shame that people don't know the good that they do
0: right yeah yeah i don't i've when i've you know, at least like film them and met some of them. I've never seen anything bad. I mean, especially like, they're just like, you know, whenever someone's like, this is a white supremacist organization, but I'm like basically interviewing like two black dudes and a Latino. It's like, it's like, (laughs) what, what is this? That like, uh, yeah, that's one of the things that red pilled me on the media. I was like, there is like the opposite of every single thing they say. Yeah. Well, that was,
1: that was the first thing, the very first time I didn't know a lot about them. Um, but the very first, because when I had first heard their name, I thought, oh, I, I really hope this isn't another Antifa or something else. And, um, the very first interview I saw was about a year ago. And it was when CNN was interviewing Enrique and you can just tell from the way that she was challenging him and the questions that she was asking. And she was almost repeating the question to see if she could catch him. Yeah. And, um, and you can tell he was calm you know he he was like we're not, we're not coming here to be violent we literally just came here to do this you know we're we're just trying to make sure that people don't get hurt and we're coming here peacefully and they just kept attacking but meanwhile the same reporters are sitting here oh it's just a peaceful protest with buildings on fire behind them it's like mm, you've already you've already kind of discredited the story yeah. just by that alone. That's what they do. And and then the whole white supremacy thing, I'm like, you guys do realize that he's like Cuban black, yeah, right? Like, but he's uh. internalizing
0: uh, the view of his oppressor, Frankie. <laughs> but, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Well, last question. A
0: couple people asked the same question. It's kind of wrapped into my last thing and then we'll get out of here. Um, people are asking, do you play any sports or do you like any specific sp- sports? Um, so I was going to ask you, what's a hobby you have outside of like creating content and stuff like that. So are you in the sports, a gardening? like like any th- stuff you're into that isn't what you know we've seen on your um, instagram and stuff
1: i i don't do uh like team team sports mm-hmm. I, I played soccer for a little bit in high school but i did um growing up i was in jujitsu i did boxing um boxing was fun and I, uh, now just I real fast
0: to... i was gonna wait i was gonna not ask this question because you brought up martial arts someone <laughs> asked you asks, can you take aoc in a fist fight <laughs>
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Right. I can take
1: her in a bait and a fist fight. Nice. Just no chance. No chance. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Um, just like, choke cold out. Um, yeah, so I, I, did, uh, I did boxing and then, um, I, I want to get back into it cause I, I miss it. It was, it was honestly the, the greatest stress relief ever. Mm. Um, and I got into boxing because of my dad and, uh, what else I do? Um, Right now I do, I haven't had the chance to go back because of COVID with with California being shut down, but I surf, I snowboard and then I hike. Um, so that's what I do now. So nice. it's not, not team sports, but I, I am, I am active.
0: Yeah. So. I, you know, I was raised playing all kinds of team sports and I think that individual sports are superior. I think there's just something better about, you know, enjoying it yeah. on your own and like one person against one person. That That's really yeah. cool. All yeah. right. Well, it was fantastic talking to you. This is going to be a uh, a podcast in a couple of days. So tell the people Perfect. in audio form, like how to, uh, where to find you online and, and things like that.
1: Uh, well, you can find me. Instagram is, is my best one. So you can find me at Real Frankie Rodriguez. You can also find my episodes on Rumble, same handle at Real Frankie Rodriguez and occasionally on Twitter, sharing things, sometimes starting Twitter wars at Real Frankie Rod.
0: Real Frankie Rod. I got to give you a follow yeah. over there on, on Twitter. Very nice. All right. It was awesome talking to you. You're welcome on the show anytime and have a great day. All right.
1: It's great being here. Thank
0: you so much right. for
1: having
0: me. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. See ya. <laughs> Yeehaw. Frankie Rodriguez, everybody. That was awesome. She's a great guest. So, okay, we got to, we got to get her going on some, uh, on some conspiracy stuff. Just one domino at a time, everybody. All right. That was great. Thanks for all your questions and things like that. I'm fully planning on having her on, uh, another time. So, uh, sorry for not getting all your questions, but we said about 75 minutes in, I think